This is the Unlimited Life podcast show with Zara Mahoon and Teresa Shaver. Zara has been a teacher of the Law of Attraction for over 10 years and Teresa an avid student. Together, Teresa and Zara will share questions, inquiries, strategies, tools, processes, and advice on using the Law of Attraction to benefit you in your life and your business. Teresa came up with the idea for the podcast when searching for a Law of Attraction podcast it was challenging for her to find one that was 15 to 20 minutes long and give you that quick hit of information and inspiration for an unlimited life to unfold. Join us in this episode as we talk about how to use the law of attraction in your life. It's always good to have you on our podcast, Erin. Talk to you about the law of attraction. I've been learning so much. I'm sure our listeners have too. And I'm having a lot of fun. Good. I have a question for you today. How can I train my mind to be successful? That's going to capture everything, really. That's that question. But there are a few underlying things that I think that if you follow these guidelines, then you can train your mind to be successful. First of all, you have to reduce the importance of your mind. Take it off the pedestal that you've got it on. The mind really is not all that important, not as important as we make it out to be. We've got the function of the mind turned around, basically. Okay, it was, how? The mind is supposed to be that organ of our body that organizes the information that we collect from our surroundings. So our sensors, our five senses, collect information and provide it to our mind for organization. Right. Gathers information gathers and organizes information, helps us to state our preferences. I like this. I don't like this. I want, it, I want this to be different from the way it is. Our mind organizes information, but here's where we go wrong. We start using our mind to, to decide those things, to make decisions. But decisions don't come from the mind, should not come from the mind. And that's where we go wrong. Where do they come from? Our decisions should come from the whole of us, not a part of us. The mind is a part of us. It is not the whole of us. And that's where we go wrong because we make our decisions based only on half of us. So it's almost like if you are rowing a boat and with one arm you're rowing in one direction and with the other arm you're rowing in another direction both your arms have to row that boat in the same direction for you to make progress in one direction right right there are two parts of us and because we don't understand that there are two parts of us that's where things go wrong so there's this part of us which is our logic which resides in our minds in in between our our temples and the brain But the other part of us is the soul. And we all agree that there's a soul part of us, a non-physical part of us. But we don't involve that non-physical part of us in our decision making. If we leave that part of us outside of our decision making, we don't make the best decisions. Because the view that our mind takes of things is completely different from the view that our soul has. And, and I say it like this because I... You're pointing to above your head. I'm, I'm pointing to above my head. And the reason I'm doing it is because if our soul is over here, which it is, it has this view. It has the bird's eye view of everything. Mm-hmm. And our mind does not have a bird's eye view of everything. It is the difference almost 
uh, between the forest and the trees. The mind sees the trees, the soul sees the forest. Okay. The soul sees the big picture and the mind sees the trees, the, trees. the, the nitty gritty detail. In order to make your best decisions, any leadership class will tell you that you need to have the big picture as well as the nitty gritty. Right. Right. You can't, the big picture can't be pointing in a different direction from all the smaller elements. And that's the impetus for creating the course that I created, which is called the Heart and Mind Alignment Program. Because when we align those two parts of us, now we make the best decisions of all. So sometimes in our society, I, I would say we mostly make decisions from the mind. Because that's what we are told. And taught. Yes. We are taught that uh, use your mind to make your decision. I was never taught. I don't know if you were, but, and I don't know if anyone in our audience was taught, oh yeah, ask your soul how it feels about this decision that you're making or your inner being, you know, those are the, the other words that we use to describe that non-physical part of us. Good point. So then how do we train ourselves to be successful? Or how do you train your heart and your mind to be well, successful? Because you ask yourself how you feel about things. When you ask how you feel about things, you're accessing your, uh, your heart part of you which is the soul part of you mm-hmm. right so I mean we all say oh my heart's not in it right when your heart's not in it or you say you're making a an emotional decision you're basically going with the soul part of you mm-hmm. even though your logic is telling you something different but you're not going with your logic right true so that's the difference yeah yeah. So if we want to train those to be successful, yes, then we're going to be perhaps sitting a little bit with our feelings. You don't have to sit with your feelings. What it is, is asking yourself for both pieces of information. How am I feeling about this? But don't stay there because okay. it's not about staying there. If you stay in one feeling place, then you're not moving further up. And our objective always is to move up the emotional skill to a better feeling place. So if something makes you feel bad, then that means that the way you're looking at it is not right. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. You have to change your perspective and bring the two perspectives together. That's what I'm trying to say, I right. guess. I'm trying to say you've got to bring both the perspectives together, right? So how do you do that? Let me give you an example. If you're faced with a decision and these are all the pros and these are all the cons Uh about it. If you look at the cons, now you're going to split yourself between two, positive and the negative. The thing about the heart is, or the soul, is that the heart never looks at anything as a negative. Uh You know, when you start saying things that, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Guess what? Your heart is not agreeing. Your heart is saying, if you want it, then do it. Otherwise, stop wanting it. If you think that something's not good for you, but you still want it. Well, where's the sense in that? Because that's just going to make you feel bad. And when you're in a bad feeling place, then nothing in your life seems to work. 
you have to go up the emotional scale, feel better, all the good stuff happens. And this is what happens to a lot of people is that we get stuck in looking at the pros and the cons. I'm looking at the pros and the cons. I can't make up my mind. Well, then you leave that situation, but you still haven't sorted it out. You're still leaving your vibration there in a place that doesn't feel all that good. And you take that bad feeling vibration to the next subject that you're going to decide on or the next thing that faces you. So just pulling you apart. So that's why to try and somehow bring both of those together, right? Yes. So if you want to be successful, if you want to successfully use your mind, you have to not just use your mind. You also have to use the non-physical part of you for your decision making. So let's say, I remember this happened long time ago when when my daughter was little and I remember I had her hand and we were walking through, let's say a row of shops, like a bazaar. And I saw something in one of the stores and my immediate reaction was, buy this, get this, get this now. It was a dress for my daughter. So I had this immediate reaction, I should get this, okay? And then I started using my logic. Oh, I don't think I should get it. Do I have enough money for it? She'll grow out of it so quickly. This is expensive. She's going to go out, grow out of it. You know what? I think I should just let it go. And then I went down three stores and my daughter also liked the dress, right? And now she's saying, I really want that dress, mom. Let's go back and get it. So I go back in order to get that dress and it was gone. Somebody else had already bought it, right? We saw the same dress again that day in another store, and it was 50% more than that guy was asking for it. So here was my guidance saying, my heart was saying, get this, because you're really going to want it, and this is a good price, and there's someone else who's coming around the corner who also wants it, so (laughs) get it now. And I I logicized it away. And we do that with so many things. We meet someone and we think that they're really nice and we wouldn't mind going out with them. And then we say, ah, I wonder this and I wonder that and should I really? And, you know, and then we bring that logic in and we quiet the instinct, the impulse. Yeah. But I'll tell you something, when you have an impulse for something, don't ask questions. And you have an impulse. Even if it is to buy a pizza? Even if it is to buy a pizza. See, here's the thing now. You're bringing up your belief system. Yeah, I just did. You just did. Because when you said that, it was like, okay, pizza is not really something good. So if my, if my inner being is telling me to buy pizza, should I not use my logic to quiet that voice? But I'm going to tell you that if, you, if your inner being thinks you need pizza, then you need pizza. I love pizza. Right? <laughs> it's always time for pizza. So, so that means that you need to change your belief systems about pizza because there's a lot of people who eat pizza and are totally okay. And they have great joy. Yes. Great. Great episode. Thank you so much, Sarah. You're welcome. Thank you. I have a new course called the Heart and Mind Alignment Method. And the purpose of the course is to help people 
get rid of the negative beliefs that are holding them back and to help them understand how law of attraction really works. So the first part of the course deals with expectation. You want it, but do you expect it? And how to figure out whether or not you're doing it right. Because a lot of times what happens is we think that we want something and we expect it to happen, but we are not really expecting it. So there are exercises in the course that help us to determine where our expectation is. The next module where we actually take these expectations and we turn them around towards more positive stuff. If we knew what our negative beliefs were, we would deal with them right away. The fact of the matter is, if we're not being able to manifest something, then there are negative beliefs that are getting in the way, but we don't know where to find them and how to deal with them. In module three, we go through an exercise that actually helps take these beliefs and turn them around. All the things that are holding you back. And then it's about increasing positive momentum or doing enough appreciation that you create the momentum that you need in order for the manifestation that you want to take place. That's what the course is all about. One of the most important things about this is there are subjects in our lives that if we stop thinking about them, they will go away, momentum will subside and things will improve. That's why they say time is a healer. But then there are those subjects in our lives that can not be dealt with in that manner because the bill collector will call again tomorrow and the next day and the next day. The mortgage still needs to get paid every month. If you have pain in your body, it, you know, you can't just say, okay, I'm not going to look at it because it is going to make you notice it. Same thing happens with relationships. You live with someone and you're going to wake up in bed with them the next day as well. So if you haven't done anything to shift your beliefs, these things don't go away. And that's what the course is all about. It goes with the Facebook group where you always have access to me. I actually help people to go through the exercises during the live Q&As that I do within the group. Okay. Wonderful. I know that I love working on that. I'll have that in the show notes for everybody. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this week on the Unlimited Life podcast. Zara and I were happy to have you here. I will put in the show notes some more resources for you to refer to. But join us at her website, zedmahoon.com, or even on the Facebook page, Unlimited Life, Law of Attraction Facebook group, where we have many discussions around the Law of Attraction and its application into your life. Thank you for being with us today, listening to this episode. If you liked what you heard, please give us a review and join us again as you unfold a beautiful life.